0: Welcome to the latest podcast of Frank Novice. Nope, already did, already messed it up. Nailed it. All right. Let's just no, be the Sinister Six. That's
1: pretty fun. Yeah. We're gonna go with that.
0: Yeah, we're gonna make Cameron redo the art. No, no, no.
2: Well, I'll redo it for next time. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast of the Sinister Six. Uh, we are here to talk about Ant Man. <laughs> oh, you're actually right. taking the lead on this.
0: I am. Ooh. Oh, oh. Whoa. Whoa. way too damn long. This is
2: Chris from me. and Cameron. Yes, uh, I am Cameron of Tim Talk. Oh, I'm also Chris of Tim Talk. Yes, also Chris. Uh, we are here joined with two of our lovely podcast duos, uh, Novice and Frank.
1: Yeah, hi. Hello. Hi, I'm huh? Amanda, the Novice and Frank. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am Frank. I'm the Frank. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, of course, the podcast of Two
3: Earths. Uh, wow.
2: <laughs> wow. Wow. Now I know why I you it. don't do this. I don't. I love it. Podcast of Two uh, Worlds.
3: I'm Trevor of The Two
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> and uh, I am Chris from uh, one of those Earths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Earth, Earth,
2: Earth right? two. We did from it. Earth two. Wasn't that the the animated movie Crisis of Two Earths? That's uh, the
3: movie. Um, Infinite. Well, yeah, no, the movie was like a Crisis on Two Earths. Yeah,
2: so Crisis I was in on no,
3: Also we're, Earth. Well, we're, this is a reference to the Flash of Two Worlds.
1: Oh, you're a Flash podcast.
3: Yes. Are gotcha.
1: you just learning this? No. Oh, okay,
4: good. Okay, we've been doing a lot of these <laughs> podcasts. I was <laughs> about to be
1: real offended on their behalf. We had you on the podcast talking about the Flash, Cameron. How could you forget?
5: I genuinely like Crisis as a Two Earths, except for the ending of that, where the Martian Hunter decides to go back.
3: No, I don't know don't, don't
4: start the tangents this early. And that was it. Let's I just want to say that. Well, just I just want to say
2: Owlman's speech about... It's one of my favorite speeches. Yes, it gave me my very like nihilistic senior year of of school. <laughs> Nothing matters. It inspired your rebellious phase. <laughs> yeah, it lasted. It lasted the credits of that movie.
3: Cameron's uh, senior portrait is actually him looking like the crow, <laughs> 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 with wow. that quote under yeah. it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nice, uh, but yeah, we are all here to talk about Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, a the newest addition to the Marvel and anim- uh, not animated the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, the twentieth. Yes. Oh, oh, I think
5: yeah. yeah. I know, right? And it's the 20th film that's opened up number one. Yeah.
2: Wow. Do you guys so know
3: they're what they're 20 doing? For 20 for 20? 20 even the 20
0: Incredible Hulk opened up number one. Yeah. Wow, must have been yeah, a really incredible. <laughs> <laughs>
2: quiet weekend. I mean,
0: it was in
3: mean, it right? August <laughs> release, I believe. That's <laughs> true. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so yeah, do we want to do the round the table, what everyone's first thoughts were?
1: Yeah. Cool. Sure.
2: But you start, Amanda. Well, Why am I starting? <laughs>
1: that's
3: where he was looking at you as he was asking that question. I was like,
1: Sure. I'm not don't mean eye contact um yeah uh, frank's gonna laugh at me uh, guys i uh i i wasn't super thrilled about this movie I, uh, wait who'd you see it with uh i saw a little guy named frank moran <gasps> at Aww. happy go jackie on twitter and instagram uh if you need Aww. to uh can you yeah for if you us? must i'm sorry can
2: you repeat that for us just so we can get it clear in the mic
1: at happy go jackie <laughs> mm-hmm. on twitter and instagram got it thank you yeah you're welcome <laughs> no problem <laughs> And uh, I'm his new marketing manager, by the way. So <laughs> while we're doing that, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I wouldn't. I would still recommend it. Um, I, I just, uh, I, just so many story problems and questions. Mm-hmm. But Paul Rudd is charming, and I would watch him really just like eat a bag of chips for two hours. So there's that. I heard that was Great. the first draft. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish they would have
2: kept it. Kept yeah, I'm just there.
1: kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frank.
2: Well, Frank, uh, at HappyGoJackie on <laughs> Instagram and Twitter.
5: Thank you, uh, Cameron. If we just have one more time, clean on the mic.
2: Sorry. It's at happy go jackie H-A-P-P.
0: Sorry, he's, he's cracking it's himself up Go much. Earth.
2: I'm having too much fun <laughs> to get there on Instagram and Twitter. You, yeah, beautiful.
5: Uh, you know, Ball Rudd eating chips, that's one of Amanda's fantasies. But we, mm. and I'll just open this up to the room real quick before I share my, my scintillating thoughts. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings afterwards, because that's what you do Ooh. after you watch a great Marvel movie. And we had wings. I went boneless. She went with the traditional. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, where do you, w- gentlemen of the jury, So there's
2: what, 14 different sauces you can get? Yeah,
5: you can get a variety of sauces, but do, are you a the boneless, is
2: boneless? or, or
1: bone-in. Oh, boneless. Uh, boneless. Obviously. Are we talking wings? Wings. Oh, wings,
4: yes. Oh, you throw that bone in there. And no. me got to get sucked off. That's
1: right.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bone guy <laughs> That's myself. right. All right, so we're three, Although, we're three and three. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome I, to the bone yeah. zone. Well, it, it
2: B-dubs specifically, if you don't call it B-dubs, you're you're clearly not an avid Buffalo waddle Wings goer, there you go. as I am with my friends. <laughs> At B-dubs, you, like, you have to do the boneless. Like that, That's the only oh. place I do boneless. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to a legit barbecue place, then I'll get boneless. They're in.
1: not... Boneless wings—they are tenders, then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They without the bone; those are
4: tenders. Yes, or
3: and that's straight. that would that would be like my reason of why I would go boneless is like I'm actually feeling like a tenders mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, but like I, I agree, that's why it's just like I was like I was gonna say like
1: hey, you know like if, if the mood strikes me like that's why so it's like
3: that's why because I'm in the mood for tenders, not wings.
1: It's like do you like grilled chicken, <clears throat> grilled, or do you like breaded grilled chicken? It's like no. That's fried chicken. Mm. There's no breaded grilled chicken.
0: Agreed. See, I like to eat everything with a fork and knife. So, you know, a boned wing is hard to do that with. It's very Why drunk. don't you just get the fuck out of here right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm probably happy to go to bed. Good night, everybody. This has been lovely.
1: All right. So we're three and three. So That's there true. you go. What did you think of the movie, Frank? Well, <laughs> uh, and, and real
5: quick, I mean, while we disagreed on our, how we want our wings delivered, we did agree on our sauce: garlic parmesan. We love garlic oh, parmesan mutually. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's your sauce. Not honey barbecue. Yeah.
2: Honey Barbecue is my go-to. How do you feel about lemon That's pepper, pepper everyone? yeah, I Lemon pepper is all right. I fucks with good. lemon peps. Oh, yeah. I
4: always go for the classic, the hot sauce.
2: Yeah, I get half so the barbecue, the wh- half hot. The hot sauce. Hot sauce. Hot sauce.
4: Hot sauce.
2: So my feelings about think, this movie, what yes, do you think Carl t- Rudd would get <laughs> would if he went to... Yeah. yeah, let's
3: make Paul Rudd the the tiebreaker. Right. Yeah,
5: that's
2: true. Uh, Someone <laughs> at him on Twitter.
5: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, asked. real quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> bone in or bone out, Paul. <laughs> we really need to know. Podcast is tied. Uh, the movie it compared to like Spider Man Homecoming, where I have a deep love of the character, or Avengers Infinity War, which is kind of the culmination of everything they've done. I never, I didn't have as much invested in Ant Man and the Wasp, so I feel like it had less room to disappoint. Mm-hmm. Usually, I build it up so much in my head that I'm like, man, it better be as awesome as I'm imagining it to be. And then I walk out like, nah, man, didn't even come close. And this one, I didn't have that expectation. So I came out of it feeling, yeah, it was, it was a fun ride. But I do agree with the matter. There were some issues. It's got my least, as we talk more about it, my least favorite type of villain, which is the villain that if they just asked for help, it right. would solve all right? the problems. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. frustrating. Chris, it was just so fine. You know, mm. like it was, it was fine. Good looking. It's it just so... And Paul yeah, Rudd, Paul ageless. Rudd. <laughs> so fine. Um, yeah, it was just, it. What, I don't know, it was what it was. The it was, hunter. yeah, I mean, it was mostly entertaining had a very strange structure. It's the lemon sorbet of the Marvel Universe. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, at a certain point, I'm like, oh, I guess we're in the third act now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, all right, I wasn't expecting that. I figured all this stuff in the trailer was second-act material, but all right, here we are in the third act. Uh, we've drawn this thing out, padded it out quite well. Tons of unnecessary villains, lots of unnecessary characters, a few good jokes. But,
5: well, like, Because the first admin did, like, 50, in the 50s, and then this one did 76. So is this, which, compared to a lot of the other Marvel releases, is a lot lower but still, it was enough to win the week. But is this always just a franchise that's just destined to be maybe popular, but never like breakout?
2: But I think it could be great. I, th- I mean, it if you look be. at the the past four films we've had, they've all been outstanding. I mean, we've had before this, we had Spider-Man: Homecoming, Thor: Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Infinity War. So, like, compared to those, I don't think <clears throat> this movie really ever had a chance mm-hmm. of being anything that compared to those. And especially with teasing Captain Marvel at the end, that's kind of all people really care about. And then if you also think about where Ant-Man 1 was, like, it was right after Ultron, where everyone was just like, they just dropped a city, everyone's dead, they killed someone finally, who's still dead somehow.
1: Well, can, can I say something just to be before, because I want to get you guys' opinion too, but as a, like, as a pure litmus test, guys, I have not seen Ant-Man 1.
2: Okay. I went into this movie.
1: Why? Because one was I I was gonna see this movie at the end of the weekend and Mm -hmm. before I just never saw it, man one. We weren't doing these podcasts at that point. I just was I just didn't have an interest in seeing it, I guess and um but i love paul rudd so i was like i was like okay this was, was going to be fun i've heard good things about the first one and then frank asked if i want to see it like 4 days earlier than i was planning on it and i was like oh shit so i didn't get a chance to watch the first one before this so i was like well that's fine because a lot of people go and they see these movies without having seen mm-hmm. all the ones before it
3: so oh. i kind of feel like i
1: was very much a clean slate going into this mm-hmm. so being like you know well given them like the movie before it and all these other things and like comparing it to all the other films i didn't really do that Okay. just as like a little heads up for moving forward in this podcast. No, that's
2: great. It's great yeah. to have that opinion at mm-hmm. the table. We're mm-hmm. so glad you're here. Oh, thank you so much. Chris, <laughs> get out. Oh. Yeah, why, am I, yeah, why am I still here? <laughs> oh, shit. These uh, seem
0: to go so much better when I'm not here, <laughs> so.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, Chris, Trevor, what did you guys think of the film?
4: I think we're all beating around the bush. Like, the movie needed more Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, oh, absolutely. everything. Right. Think we think could all agree. Do you mean or? adult well, Ray
2: from Star Wars? <laughs> Basically. But
4: yeah, and, and the movie was okay. Uh, it was all right. It wasn't a bad movie. It was funny. It got us out of the heat for a little while. Um, <laughs> that's a big point. It wasn't going to melt our minds, but I don't think it tried to. So I think it set out to do something kind of quirky and and light, and I think that's what we got.
5: Uh, Cameron, can you reach out to Disney Marketing and get Chris's... Uh Quote on the next
2: round of posters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, It got us out of the heat. Uh, Can I get your? (laughs) Can I get your uh, your handle so I can happy (laughs) go earth, (laughs) happy go Jackie. (laughs) Instagram and Twitter. Got it. Okay.
3: Yeah, I agree. It it was fine. Um, I don't know, but like, I kind of want like a fine, just like a Sunday afternoon. Like it's it's kind of like the same way I was so happy about uh, home uh, homecoming in comparison to all the other Spider-Man films, is like, oh, friggin' finally, he's mm-hmm. not saving the world, saving all of New York. It's just an intimate story. Mm-hmm. And, like, you guys, like, yeah, I get it how it's annoying that there isn't an actual true, full antagonist. It's a, it's a hodgepodge of antagonistic forces conspiring against this group of people. I kind of like that. I would have like liked
1: I, it more if they'd aligned. They weren't yeah, aligned it, it at
3: it, all. It's, it seems like they we're still utilizing the Marvel thing of, like, there needs to be a villain. And this film didn't really... Like, the story that they are telling didn't fit into that. And so, yeah, I think you're right. Like, they didn't really consider the pieces that they had. They just knew that it had to fit together to be this Marvel movie sort of thing. But, I like, like I wish they, they could have actively chosen to make it, like, make Ghost not an annoying she just asked, she could just solve everything sort of villain. Or, like, tease up Sunny as... Make Sonny like someone like. Because I didn't really pick up on the fact that Sonny was like alluding to his like employer as opposed like uh, that that's supposed to be a bigger thing.
1: Yeah, it was a bigger bad.
3: Like that could have been like build that up and like, oh, this is the step before we get to three or whatever that story is going to be. And like, or this bigger player will come into focus later on down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, have it be Darth Maul showing up on a hologram. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's fine. Like, it was, like, it's, yeah, it's just, it existed. It was fun. It gave us small pile red. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I I guess I'm more irritated because it could have been really great. Because the quiet moments that you referenced, that we were like, oh, that's what I want in a movie. All those moments worked for me for the most part. You know, like him and his kid like in their mm-hmm. stupid really in for their crazy fort in the house. Like uh, all those that like, was like a I dream. like that he Cassie I was really good in this so movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was great. Yeah. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I like that he that I like that he's not a I I like that he's he's kind of a he's just like a dad guy. He's not Captain America. He's not Cap. any of these. Uh, he's not Cap. He's not any <laughs> of those, these Cap, other things, you know. Cap now? But like
3: Tin America.
1: <laughs> but uh but it's more the all the other shit that i didn't care i didn't want to see it i'm like i liked the chases but you know there was so much there was an action sequence at the beginning and then an action at the end there was not a lot in the middle most of the middle action was just the FBI bursting into his home. It, it all
0: felt <clears throat> like they were just patting it out. Like, the movie they really wanted to tell and the movie they needed to tell happened at the end. Like, oh, how do we draw this thing out?
1: Yeah, it felt like part two of a three-parter.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. and It felt like very inconsequential.
1: Like, movies cost too much. Yeah, yeah, like, give me I, I, something that's really fun. It's been like too really much on that fun.
2: close-up magic stuff. Yeah. good <laughs> <laughs> <So you laughs> yeah. close-up like, magic. Like, that was we, really expensive
0: VFX they had there. Oh, the most expensive. Mm-hmm. But oh, cause I, I agree with my fellow Chris here that... <laughs> We needed more Michelle Pfeiffer. Like She was kind of the big sell of this whole movie. We
1: need a cool writer. No? Nobody else? Grease 2? Yeah, yeah, Grease 2. I've never seen Grease 2. Oh,
3: my God.
0: (laughs) Uh, I will add that to my list of movies to watch on my other podcast.
1: Yes, that's that's a good (laughs) idea.
3: Grease 2 is a movie that I know. I was just saying this the other night. I know, and like, kind of love Greece 2 a little bit more than Greece 1 just because Wh- that was Jesus I was Christ. exposed to that more because my sister loved it
1: drastically different films Duel was okay.
3: so drastic but it's like films. Michelle Pfeiffer it's
1: so hot oh if oh only she
3: had like cause you got Olivia Newton-John uh-huh. and you got John Travolta and I don't even know who the other guy was in Grease 2 but if you had a Danny Zuko level magnetic person Grease 2 could have been amazing yeah that's true because Michelle Pfeiffer brought it
1: listen guys she always brings it we're launching a Grease 2 podcast (laughs) great I'm in (laughs) called Cool Writer if
5: they would have almost accelerated the plot and just have what happened at the end of the film be at the end of the first act and then the rest of it is dealing with everybody wanting Michelle Pfeiffer now that she's out of the quantum realm. I think I would have been more excited by that film.
0: And I would have believed it too, because who doesn't want Michelle Pfeiffer?
1: Yeah, and it's like they build it up so far. There were so many quests. So at the end of this, I because I was really interested to see. I was like, well, this will be interesting to see going into it, uh, without having seen the first one. Because there have been some of these movies that I haven't seen the first one first. Mm-hmm. And I it's always really interesting to see like what questions I have and it's like was this answered in the first one and I found that at least with the Marvel films the answer is usually like I don't have that many questions they do a pretty good job the characters are pretty well fleshed out That I know sort of who people are to each other I know their wants you know early on even without that backstory with this one I walked out and I was like I keep wanting to call her Shadow Ghost Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. Ghost. I'm like, was Ghost in the first one? No. And Frank said no, and I was like, then why do I give a shit? <laughs> like, there's no.
2: Because her dad is Egghead, right? Is yeah. that who he is in the comics? Yeah.
1: But I mm-hmm. should give a shit in this movie. Like, I should care about. You don't like, care about know... a being Egghead. Or, or that she know, worked no, for like...
4: Shield for a long ass time as an assassin. But like if, that was just like a one line, and mm. like the video of her like killing people looked cool. Like dive into that. Like hey man. I worked for the fucking government. I worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. and they put me through all this shit and they did me dirty and I just want to kill everyone associated with the program. Her her
1: action sequences are cool. Her fighting is cool. But I need something other than like I crawled in this vibrational chamber because I wanted a nap. That's like all that I got from her this whole time. And it's just like it seems like there's a better way to go about doing whatever you're trying to do. And I, it's a, it's a pet peeve of mine. With I, I love sci-fi and I love fantasy, but I've learned that it is a pet peeve of mine when they are like, oh well, this is this is how it is because magic, because science. And there's like no, it's like nothing was explained. And then they go to the lab. And they rattle off. They're like, because of the phytoplasm and the polyphidosphere yeah, and the I, no 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 no. Yeah, and it's like, oh cool. Science, so we're Mamba just Jumbo. supposed to just accept that? Yeah. Paul Wright no. even had a
4: line where he's like, you, you, you can't just can't put, put quantum, quantum <laughs> in front of everything. Yeah, and
1: that's kind of you know that's kind of how I felt. And it wasn't like that. It wasn't funny. The irony in that like wasn't particularly funny to me. I'm like, well yeah, but just give her something other than like a scowl and a well, weird she helmet. Sh-
3: she should have just been like. A purely VFX character, mm-hmm. yeah. Like she on it because she should have just been constantly out of sync, and because you're right, like you kind of like because when she's just like talking to them, she's like I'm in pain. She just has to convey that, but if the VFX were there to show her constantly sifting out, even in the quiet moment, even when she's like trying to talk to Paul Rudd and um and all of them while they're tied up, yeah. Just like even something like that, just constantly showing her in motion and in pain and then when she gets to the chamber you see like there was not a greater difference in between who she was when she was out of the suit and who she was when she was in that chamber that we had to just take her word for it that she was in pain right
1: Mm -hmm. and i agree i think that was a really good point frank which is that i never really identified that quality in a villain as a genre but like villains who could just say who just like ask for help and in one line everything would be fine. Yeah. Uh, but you're right, and that ju- that bothers me.
5: Like Ed Harris in National Treasure Book of Secrets. <laughs> he would have just asked what do you want to write up front, the movie would be over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they don't he doesn't for for no good reason. Yeah. And by the end of it they're like What
1: oh, uh, what
2: sauce would he choose when he went to Puffa Wobblings? Mild.
1: <laughs> oh no,
2: Ed Harris is an adventurous <laughs> fellow.
1: I love Ed Harris. But that character black. that character isn't all that adventurous though.
0: I've only listened National Treasure Two Book of <laughs> Secrets once.
1: The first one is so good, guys. First yes. one
0: is, the first one is great. Uh, we've got to steal the
1: Declaration of Independence. It's great.
3: Uh, this is a question I had for you guys to kind of steer it back. <laughs> How do Paul, dare you? Paul Rudd embodies Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: Oh, oh that's amazing. Scene,
3: wonderful scene. What movie would you of Michelle Pfeiffer's would you want to see redone now with Paul Rudd being Michelle Pfeiffer?
1: Uh, Dangerous
3: uh, Minds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, now I want to see Grease too, because yeah. I can see so clearly Paul Rudd doing all the dancing. And I he would, it. he'd be so He'd be so good to. at it. But um, What Lies Beneath would be cool because he would be inhibiting Mel Pfeiffer, inhibiting another person at points, which is so totally Oh, so, total so many fun. layers. I mean, yeah. it's
0: the obvious answer coming from me, but can you just imagine Paul Rudd doing Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. man. That's
1: so I mean, a good um, how one. amazing would that be? Oh, that's a good one. I, I want to I think mind it'd be perfect.
3: I'm going to I'm going to toss up, out a dark
1: Chris
2: Chris, shut up.
3: <laughs> I got a dark horse candidate, Stardust, Neil Gaiman Stardust, uh, where she plays the old <laughs> decrepit witch. She's I've great heard in that's that. good. She's I've never actually seen it. It's that. wonderful. I, I heard it's really it's yeah. amazing. Charlie Cox I, yeah. is in it. I it's
1: loved Stardust when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and it took so much flack, that movie. Did it? It did. I yeah, didn't I really didn't liked hear it that. as a I kid, but it. she was great in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I think the answer is that he could. either of them could be in anything.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I just wanted them on screen more together. Yes. Yeah, I just,
0: I wanted. It felt like they set up a lot with her coming out of the quantum realm and having these weird, very ambiguous quantum powers. And you feel like like this is a a highly consequential introduction into this universe. Like, even the universe with all these crazy powers, this one character has this completely random, very powerful potential. And to have her just show up at the last minute, and then fix everything. Fix everything. Fix everything. With yeah. one touch. Yeah, I mean, she just basically shows up. She's deus ex machina, and then like, oh, and whatever interesting thing might come from her, we're just gonna save for the next
2: movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, and but, also there was uh, like the thing that if if they used Michelle Pfeiffer, she was supposed to die. Yeah. It was, now, kind, of the, it was kind of the risk about it. Of like, what?
0: I am glad they didn't go down that hole because you kind of well, felt mean, like at a lot of points, like, oh, okay, now this time Hank Pym's going to die to sacrifice mm-hmm. himself for everything. I'm glad they avoided that. The, the Cliche. circle? Yeah, I'm really glad they avoided but
4: that. But I, I do think they should at least had a little bit of time devoted to her talking to Hope. I uh, like when oh, she came yeah. out like, Oh my daughter. <laughs> it's been so long, you're a yeah. grown woman. Right. There's been a lot building <laughs> up throughout this whole movie. So much. Uh, you know, especially the hide and seek stuff. Let's just have a moment and let's talk to each other. <laughs> you go yeah. hide in that wardrobe and I'll Is come find you and find
0: minutes.
3: That should have been the end credit scene See, yes. is just you know, open up the thing of, and eventually Lily's in the closet <laughs>
4: and uh, Hank just kind of like oh we're on the beach now we're like did you see your daughter like did yeah. you, know. you spend time with she her before done, you took off sh- to the fucking Bahamas she a
1: double take because it was that long since she'd seen her. She should have been like, oh my, like, ah, oh, like that moment of taking it instead of being like, you're precious, and then sorry for touching mm-hmm. your face. Yeah, like your grandmother. You know, yeah, but just like, like that. You just like, you know, she like, did like a nose boop and walked away, well, essentially. Yeah.
3: Paul Rudd had a better Janet uh, Janet Pym connecting with Hope yeah. than Michelle Pfeiffer got. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. But maybe that's that's that she connected, because she was seeing through him. So when she saw her again in her own body, she's like, I've already seen you. So I'm not as... Uh, blown away
3: but i think like it would going back to like structure and like what could have helped this maybe just maintaining the structure and but you bring michelle pfeiffer back and then just now michelle pfeiffer is the tiny um lab Mm -hmm. that now because michelle michelle pfeiffer is now becomes the mcguffin and maybe that's the best best thing, but it would give us more time with Michelle Pfeiffer, give everyone a chance to sort of uh, emotionally connect with each other before we're thrown into whatever is going to happen with this series moving forward. But yeah, maybe if they just turned her into the actual thing being changing hands or stuff like that or, like, her quantum powers. or Because, like, Sunny Birch, like, wanted to take quantum power, so it's like, hey, source of that, blah, blah, boom yeah. yeah,
5: that's a good I, point. Because I thought seeing her dressed up, you know, you see her with her mask and the cloak, and the, you just got that, that weapon on their back. Where, we, oh, we, oh, we, the, it's a half ask, wing.
0: Where, where, where did the cloak come from? cuz yeah cuz like her she the mask is left over from her mask yeah her her spear that, that spear is, thing is just is her, one of her wings, wings. Mm-hmm. so like did they they addressed that she kind of modified her suit had to recycle. where did the cloak come from uh, from
2: ray from star wars that's right little
0: don't it's that a little it was
3: actually it's a napkin but she used Pym uh, <laughs> particles <laughs> on it and it grew
5: i i had hoped that there would have been like some kind of whole world there in the microverse but yeah. That, and that would have been cool to explore a little bit of that, and we never really got a chance to see any of that.
0: I, I may have just imagined this, but I thought when they were leaving the quantum realm and the, the little explorer ship, it kept being bigger bigger, I thought I saw in the distance what looked like a city inside of a bubble. Like It almost looked like Candor. Obviously, it's not. Mm. Wrong universe. But I thought I saw something along those lines, and I may have just imagined that, and that's just how I decided what it looked like. <laughs>
5: Who knows? But, I mean, because they put like a really you know quick, only until you got the Blu-ray. It could freeze it mm-hmm. from the first one that you saw when Paul Rudd goes to the quantum realm. That you see like a silhouette, you see wasp. a wasp. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, and a, a, there's rumors that you see like Thanos when you pause it at some point in this one. You see like like a like a big purple figure oh, in awesome. a single frame.
5: And I also thought too That's with. Just... The lack Remus. of marketing. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's just a <laughs> McDonald's crossover. <laughs> <laughs> with a lack of marketing of Michelle Pfeiffer for the film, Yeah. that I thought it was going to be. It's she like comes bigger, back and she turns into a villain. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. like a bigger reveal mm-hmm. or something. Yeah,
5: so I thought that's, that's why they weren't going to show her too much. It's
1: like she disappeared yeah. and then it was she came back and I wanted to be so much more than it was. And I, I didn't understand like I don't know, guys. It was, was just like should have been more intentional, like more like why now. Why, after all of this time, why mm. does it have to happen in this window of time? I need my... I couldn't she shut my brain She should have
4: explained the time movie. vortex, which she warned him about. Right. Well, I, yeah, like, so gonna obviously, that that's going to really play gonna be in Avengers, right? Well, you could have her explain it in this movie and may, maybe be like, oh, well, that's why she showed up, to kind of explain how this could work for Avengers 4 mm-hmm. or something.
1: They could have utilized yeah. it more. And they could yes, have absolutely. put that... I feel like these movies tend to, at least Ant-Man, like this this one, sits so sits so far outside. I feel like it's almost like the bastard child of the Infinity of the of the mm-hmm. Avengers. Oh yeah, Souls. yeah. ant one is the exact same. Yeah, which, but you know, like, uh, but they could weave it in a little bit more. I like that it's got a little bit of an outlier vibe, you know. But I think like Guardians has its own vibe too, and it still weaves in really nicely. So if they had done something like that, it would have been such a fun little piece to yeah. put back into. To the
3: Avengers. Well, and I like you bring bring them Guardians, and it is its own. It's literally uh, off planet. Uh-huh. But they're the in, they're the the thread that uh, brings Thanos into it, mm-hmm. brings into everything. And all oh, we know he's in Avengers and everything. But that's the way to th- to seed him through up to Infinity War mm-hmm. is to make him um, an entity or something. And if they give an Ant Man. Just something like that. Because so, it seems like quantum energy, that is its thing, but it's so tossed on that even if that was intentional from the beginning, it just felt like it was just an afterthought.
1: If it had been embedded, it would have been so satisfying, you know, after this. To what if they the just had like, movie? if there
2: was like some problem with the PIM particle where like mm-hmm. it wasn't as stable as they thought, and so then they would have to use the quantum stuff to because they already have like a rare element that's only in their movie. That has some high value other places, and now they're just introducing a whole nother thing like that. Like, y- y- we don't need two nonsense what?
1: particles. I think they could have we done so much have, with it without it being forced, you yeah. know? Could have just... I think that there were so many opportunities that could have fit in really organically and really nicely that just weren't, you know?
3: Well, I even, Like, I was... And I could I could be just completely blanking that they make a m- mention of it or something like that. But I was reading some interviews with like um, with Michael Douglas and then Peyton Reed talking about um, like how the Civil War is con- it's connected, obviously, but like how seeing uh, Scott on the screen exposing the world to Pym particles, but specifically Tony Stark. They kept bringing that up, but that, that that wasn't really touched upon in the movie, right? Mm, yeah. It's like no. that would have been like well, we his forget- only
4: was like, "Oh, you wouldn't have fought the Avengers, Avengers," and he was all kind of pissed about it. Yeah, but, but like, hey, dude, I did it to fucking punch Stark in the face, so maybe yeah. Well, I a mean, we happy.
2: also know that we now know that Pym worked for Shield. Wait, I assume with
3: no, Stark, Stark with his dad. He, that's in the first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the oh, oh, they do talk about that. I've yeah, yeah, about they, that, yeah. When we get the first appearance of young Michael Douglas, yeah, who makes uh, a return.
0: Okay, so I felt like. Michelle Pfeiffer looked great when they did the de aging, and Michael Douglas looked very fake. How did mm. you guys all feel about that? Really, I thought
5: they yeah, both looked great, but Lawrence Fishburne looked fake to me. Well, he just
4: oh,
0: seemed like, yeah.
2: he had there, like was, there was, a was an wig audible laugh
5: in our audience.
4: Yeah,
3: no, he, he looked, looked like he was just they in the C- hood Lawrence
4: Fishburne.
3: Yeah, no, it seems like they put the CG into Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer, and they put the wig budget yeah. <laughs> for Lawrence yeah. Fishburne. Yeah. <laughs> I think
4: Michelle Pfeiffer has just taken good care of herself over the years and you had to do less with it.
0: I think that's absolutely true. It was so
1: funny because watching because when they first showed her I was like, Damn, she she's always looked great, but like yep. she looks amazing. I really thought I was like maybe they just did where they kind of they just tape and they kind of pull. It looked that natural to yeah. me, mm-hmm. you know. And then they showed her later, and I was like, oh wow, now it's really good effect. I feel
0: like the same strategy they use with Kurt Russell. It's like, all right, we have this mm-hmm. natural beauty. Uh-huh. How do we just tweak it ever so slightly to make it look young again? Now
3: yep. I th- I think we should create right now a definitive ranking of the d aged actors. I love So this. we have right. Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War. Yep. Kurt Russell, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. We got Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer in this movie. Who else am I missing? Oh, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Although jury's out as to whether or not um, CG was used for his face.
0: Did they? <laughs> what would they have done? I guess they actually would have made Peggy look older Yeah. in the beginning of Ant-Man, wouldn't they? hmm
4: mm-hmm. They made Spider Man look like a kid in Iron Man 2. It's
3: true. Yeah, Tom Holland's really yeah. good. They, yeah. He's been cast for years.
0: <laughs> Be like, oh, um, T'Chaka. Oh, no, that was a different actor, wasn't it? Yeah, it was his son. It was, yeah. So I just four, just
3: the four. Let's rank them. Is it just the
2: four? Can we, Wait a no, five. We, just for fun, can what? we throw in Jeff Bridges from uh, Tron Legacy? Okay, <laughs> sure. We'll
3: do off. any of these Jesus Christ. Do, do any, any of these fall too. below that?
0: <laughs> no. But no, it's the it's the six. It's Douglas, Pfeiffer, Fishburne, Robert Downey Jr., Kurt Russell. Five. Five five five. Okay. Right.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. And Jeff Bridges. So the top Bridges. two yes. it goes
4: Michelle Pfeiffer,
0: Kurt Russell. Yeah
4: and then mm. probably um oh. do Douglas, Douglas and then Tony yeah. Stark yeah. yeah, and then the Lawrence Fishburne
0: I would
3: I would rank it
2: Jeff
3: Bridges No Jeff Bridges <laughs> top yes <laughs> But yeah Unteniable. uh Pfeiffer Kurt Russell Michael Douglas in Ant-Man 1 Robert Downey Jr in Civil War Michael Douglas in Ant-Man and the Wasp <laughs> and Lawrence <laughs> Fishburne right. I think that's
0: good. Right. okay yeah we'll add that addendum
2: yeah. Mr. Pedantic over here.
0: So Solid.
3: technically six.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two separate um, Michael Douglas jokes. I want to uh, <laughs> jump back to your point with Ghost for a half second, Amanda. Okay. Because um, while you were talking, I had an idea of like how they should have handled Ghost, and they should have treated her like X23. Like, she is an agent who has this weird ability, uh, and she's only known how to use it for evil, and so she doesn't know how to be good. And if they would have treated her like that, I think that would have been such would have f-
4: made her and Lawrence Fishburne's arc so much better. Yeah, like if they were struggling with that instead if of her being like, "Help me, help me," be like, well, "I'm going to help you," and she's like, "Well, I'm going to kill you." He was like, "Well, maybe I don't want to help you." Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: she didn't have she didn't have an arc. Yeah,
4: yeah. Not, or, yeah. she
1: had a thirty that second way, arc that all like very end and of the film. I, I do
2: uh, I I do agree with what you said, Trevor, about her and like how it wasn't really enough when she was still having the the quantum kind of projections of herself. Yeah. But I do love the animate, like the how they did handle that. Oh yeah. W- was it all CG or did they record her doing the same action a bunch of times? Cuz the one time I noticed it was she I think it was she was walking out of a door uh and I noticed one of the projections actually opened the door and the rest mm. of them just walked through. Uh and yeah, I don't know why it, that one stood I out think to me so They well. probably did
1: it as plates and layered it. Yeah. You know. that, yeah,
2: that's what I assumed it yeah,
3: was. Yeah, I imagine it's probably a combination of all those and just, like, yeah, different takes laid over each other, mm-hmm. um, different movements and everything. Yeah, but that's a, that's a good call. I had not really considered that.
0: I had a thought for a second that <clears throat> this... I thought for a second that this was the first Marvel film without any deaths in it, but then I forgot about her parents.
2: Yeah, Egghead. Yeah, How but, I agree. mean,
0: I guess that's kind of, like... I mean, they're always a little bit, like, I'm too to handle it, but I think... Outside of the flashbacks, no one dies in this movie, right?
3: Mm. Is yeah. that a bad thing?
0: No,
2: I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I mean,
0: no, I mean, no I,
3: and I don't mean that to like, Chris. Are you? Do you oh, want like? Well, I, no, I want, but is that? Want, is this something that we need? Chris, like stakes? We lost is
2: yeah. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> oh god, we did. That was so sad. And uh, what was his other aunt that we lost at the beginning? I don't remember. Uh, they all but have I, great names. But I mean, I don't know if that was. I I doubt it was a. In the first act. Because in the first movie, it was Marie Antoinette, right? That was one was of the Anthony It was Antony. Antony. Was there not a Marie Antoinette?
0: If there's not, there should be. Yeah. It's I don't fantastic. know why that's the one that keeps coming I think to you came up with that, and you're like, oh, it's
4: a fucking it's killer. So so I got it's <laughs> so <laughs> good.
0: No, I mean, I don't think it was deliberate, because, I mean, these movies are made so far ahead. I don't think it's deliberate that, like, oh, the, this movie has almost no death in it after <laughs> Infinity War. Yeah. But I think it does go to show that they well, were definitely- Well, actually, post-credits. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm excluding the post-credits because I don't consider that really even dead. They're all come back. We know it. But, I mean, it, it was... They definitely were going for more of, like, a, a light-hearted, family-friendly tone here. Because, like, even in the first Ant-Man, like, there was, like, the one guy who questions um, Darren Cross and mm-hmm. he gets trunk and zapped and they kill some sheep.
3: And uh, Darren Cross doesn't really necessarily make it out of that. That's in true, one yeah. piece. Gets,
0: yeah, because... Ghost. None of the villains die in this. Mm-hmm. Ghost survives and is given like the potential, I guess, for some sort of redemption. Yeah, we saw a lot um, of
1: ants die, which was my favorite sequence. When he kept summoning oh. ants and the seagulls kept mm-hmm. swooping yeah. in, <laughs> I loved that. See, I, that was very funny.
0: By the time we got to the third act, that was all really fun stuff. Yeah. Like it, there was all this great crisscrossing, and the the car chase scene was fantastic. He mm-hmm. tried to get to them. All the ants getting in, going into the water, getting big, getting giant. Drowsy. Yeah, that was all really fun, and, and that all seemed like it was gonna be second act stuff mm-hmm. in the trailer. I mean, I'm just so used to them holding back third acts now, but I think it also speaks to the fact there's very little in that middle. I
1: just thought the middle, yeah, I through. just thought the middle was slow, and there just wasn't a lot of substance. Like I, right now, can you okay? Can you do a, a log line of this? Can anybody do a smooth log line of this movie?
2: Okay. um... Is that just like a one sentence summary?
1: Yeah, like a one, yeah, like a one to two sentence summary that, you know, of, of like what, what the movie's about. Let's
0: see, after being put on house arrest, Scott Lang is drawn back into the world of superheroes to try and help rescue his ex-girlfriend's mom from the quantum realm.
1: <laughs> and that's actually <laughs> while pretty good. He, while but... he
0: goes up against a gangster, or some weird ghost lady and truth serum that's the truth problem serum. right home and alone, don't
1: forget about louis because like yes, I other you know love him other so much other movies right it's like freaking so like home alone right like when a uh, when a family goes on vacation a young boy is lost at home and has to defend his house against yeah. two villains that's the whole thing well, right and that's it but like this movie should have stopped when you right before you started yeah, trailing off a, it should have stopped right there well and
0: what this <laughs> reminds me of is when I used to be screening TA and we'd have to grade log lines uh-huh. and you could tell they would always be like, oh, and they have to go up against X, Y, and Z. Like, uh-huh. they are doing it by formula. Like, oh, they need three forms of antagonism. So, boom, boom, boom. Here right. they are.
1: But they don't, like, if if you even, you know, if, if all of these characters, if the, the the bad guys in this movie were all related by something, that's yeah. your end. That's mm-hmm. your, you know, up against whatever corp, you know, yeah. go up against the villains quantum of this, of, of the qua- you know, of yeah, quantum corp, whatever. It'd be it's like...
3: Scott Lang has to save his um pull back into the world of superheroics to save his uh, ex girlfriend's mom um from the forces who want to utilize her for their own ends. Right. Yeah. But they're not. Sonny Birch seems to wanna just he, he seems to wanna make real estate. make make it make Pym industries public, it seems. I don't like
1: Yeah. yeah. So it, for me, that's kind of like that's telling for me, right? It's like I didn't want to put anybody on the spot, so sorry about that. But I feel like if if there's a, a lot of these Marvel movies, you can ride a log line for pretty easily, even though there's like a lot of shit going on. You can still kind of, you know, you have that, like one or two sentences, and you kind of get the gist. And I feel like with this one, it's like, you just start trailing off at the end because it's like, what's motivating them? Like, yeah. what's motivating them? What's their ultimate I, goal? I liked
0: that, you know, Sunny Birch. <sighs> was after the same thing for different ends. I kind of like that they were competing on some level to, like, get the suitcase. But you're right. At a certain point, that has to kind of come together. And the fact that even, like, uh, it's Dr. Forrester, right? Yes. Bill, yeah. Bill Forrester, yeah. Like, even he and... Foster, Foster. yeah. Even Bill Foster and Ghost kind of have different aims as well.
1: What was his aim? I guess... I don't even know. He just wanted to help her,
5: Mm -hmm. but... He became he'd he'd be like a surrogate father
0: to her. Yeah.
5: Well, and we oh, wait, didn't really
1: Maybe I'm not thinking of the right person. I so I we found at the very end. Larry okay. Fishburne. I wasn't even yeah. thinking about him. The uh, the gangster guys. Sunny Why Birch. do they want? it? Yeah, they just want to make Sunny money Birch. off. Yeah,
2: it. yeah they, they just want to. Yeah, he kept saying like, uh, "quant like the quantum realm is the new real estate."
3: Or right, yeah, it's like energy. Yeah. It's a it's a means to an end. Yeah. Again.
2: Lame. It's which the is the same thing. Which up. is the same reason they wanted pin particles in the first movie.
3: Well, yeah this this movie seems to be Peyton Reed seems to be trapped in a corporate espionage mm-hmm. sort of angle with this feeling that like cause it's like but also like that was the two weakest like that's the weakest part of Iron Man two is like oh back to the corporate my father was ruined by your father mm-hmm. it's like you don't even know if, like what like you it should have opened up the same way Iron Man one did with the flashback and and established the Bill Foster Hank Pym problem. Maybe even like maybe like because it's a Marvel movie, so who gives a shit about coincidence? That <laughs> him, this guy, her, her Ghost's Dad quitting Shield in like anger over Pym could have happened the same day that it's just like oh me and Janet gotta go stop this bomb. It could all been happening busy day at Shield, mm-hmm. and just sort of set the table of the past to to pay off down the line of this rest of the story. Because yeah, you just you don't know there, all this history is just talked about. Ghost is the only thing we actually this is, see. This is
2: Iron Man 2. Letting yeah, it is. That, is well, it. Because cause there was a one. This was one is, line she, ghost is out. Whiplash. Yeah, there was one line thrown out. And this is in Sonny
3: Burch's uh, Justin Hammer. Sorry, I'm working on yeah. that. Okay, oh,
2: uh, no, Justin Hammer. There was yeah. one line thrown out after we learn about Ghost's parents uh, where Michael Douglas is like, oh, yeah, her dad, he was selling S.H.I.E.L.D. Intel to bad people. And then it was never brought up again and that, now. like. That's why
3: they all hated each other. Also, we now have since learned for, what, six years now that S.H.I.E.L.D. was deep cover for HYDRA, so stuff like that is like, all right, yeah, there were bad people in S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, we for know. a long time. <laughs> well Got it. Yeah,
2: well, and I don't. Okay, I don't want to. It's really just Nick Fury who didn't see it. Well, he, he has
3: one eye. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he doesn't turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, He's not
0: an ambi turner. <laughs> Hydro is just hiding in this blind spot. Yeah. The whole time. But I mean, again, okay, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> sh-
3: Jasper Sitwell was just constantly yeah, right just here, hanging
0: right there. Like, I don't want to shit on Peyton Reed. I love Bring It On. I think it's an amazing satire. So he, he is he is Can a good director, hopping hopping? but oh, a, I, I, think, R- I think there's something worth mentioning here that you know the best movies we've been getting recently have been put in the hands of very strong directors with a very specific vision, like very capable directors. And I think that's something that Marvel as a studio has learned is that the more you invest in the director and give them freedom, the better movie you're going to get out of it. And I feel like Peyton Reed is a bit of a journeyman director here. I mean, he literally was He's, on Ant-Man 1, And I just don't know if he had a strong enough vision to really carry this through because it wasn't his baby to start with. He kind of inherited it and then kept it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the movies that have been on the lesser side are the ones that fit that bill a little bit. Like um, most people hate *Thor: The Dark World*. I think it's fun, but you know, um, is that Alan Forster right?
3: Uh, Alan Alan Taylor. Taylor. Alan Taylor, right? He is. What's with you and the last name Forrester right now? You're really just going. You're leaning in it.
0: I I feel like someone here has to be a Forrester. One of you. You are changing Mm -hmm. your last name legally, correct? I would never change my last name, but I'll become Forrester Lord.
1: (laughs) How about that? Oh, that's a good one. Oh my God! What a great name! Oh, you gotta have a son now.
0: Oh, clearly.
4: For Forrester Lord. Cameron's old elementary school. (laughs) My
2: high school.
0: But um, Alan Taylor, I mean, he mostly does television. Again, he, he's very capable, but he's more of a journeyman. And I think you need someone who really knows what they're doing. And even like Doctor Strange was the last movie that happened before um, Spider-Man Homecoming. And I, I think that's a really good one. I don't, I don't think, Guardians think too, but Doctor yeah. I Doctor Strange. Yeah, I mean, it had a distinct personality to it. And I can't remember the name, it's- um, well, Who directed? It's, it's Stephen Forrester, obviously, was the director <laughs> of on that one. Oh, yes. Um, forrester Soderbergh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> But I think they just needed someone a little bit is it like Scott Derrick or something like that? Oh, yeah, Scott Derrick. Yeah. Um, I think you just need someone a little bit stronger here, which actually makes me, dare I say, a little bit worried about Captain Marvel. Oh. Oh,
2: is Peyton Reed doing Marvel? No, no. but
0: name the directors of Captain Marvel.
2: Forrester. Kevin Feige. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
5: <laughs> uh, yeah although, I mean, he's saying that... Uh, Johnson. The way they work reminds him a lot of the Russo brothers. In terms of like one handles more the creative side, one handles more. Oh, the, the, the directors story on side. Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah. Okay. So maybe, maybe maybe we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But. So I I would feel like he
5: wouldn't make that comparison if it wasn't justly, kind of. No, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But uh, but I do agree. Like I feel like if with the the, the Bill Foster stuff, if we would have seen that stuff, because what we see right now when he goes to the campus to seek help, just hearing about that doesn't make me buy that Bill Foster wouldn't just genuinely reach out like. You know, this girl I really care about has been, you know, you know damaged by quantum energy. Years, yeah, years. That but he's I'm not going to ask for help because this guy fired me. <laughs> so I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. If I, I I needed to see that blow up to, to believe that there's a deep seated reason why he would refuse to go to Hank Pym. When well, that's now you he... fucked
3: my wife, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> she left me, <laughs> and that's what we got in Ant-Man? You Shrunk one. my
2: wife, and I never <laughs> saw her again.
3: <laughs> but we get him blowing up on them, and he's like, yes. "What the hell's this?" screw you guys, I'm out. And then they even throw in the Janet comment. He's like, oh, well, fuck you. Punches that guy. And then, yeah, we do get that, and that's why you buy in immediately. You're just like, all right, well, this is clearly, he's not going to go to the Avengers, he's not going to go to S.H.I.E.L.D. or do any of this, go back to his old life because his old life, he burned that to the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't really talked about the Wasp.
2: <gasps> oh, no, true. which oh, I do he, like that she's a different great.
5: character from the first film to this one, which I do like they made it a little change. Where instead of just, you know, being really antagonistic towards Hank Pym, they have a much deeper
0: connection this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. you were being sarcastic and we were saying that, like, she was inconsistent between the two No, I actually, you just get, it was
5: nice to see a different side no, of her. No, I agree with her. Yeah, I
0: liked her a lot in this. I think she was one of the best parts of
1: it. I like Evangeline Lilly a lot. Oh, she's, she's amazing. Great. And I liked, I mean, I thought that she and the, and Michelle Pfeiffer were, like, the only heart in the movie, like she committed, like she brought. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it was almost a little uneven because so much of the movie was. All, it felt a little manic to me. Yes. Like it felt, it felt uneven. The comedy didn't feel like it was in the same world necessarily as like the, the Jimmy Woo stuff. Yeah, Oof. you know, it just made me kind of tired, honestly. Um, and, which is a shame because he's like very likable. But I'm also just like, it just felt so like, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> it's like, all right, you can just bring it down a notch, you know? Yeah. So I think that those moments of... of of lightness were so uh, uneven uneven to the levels of, of more grounded emotional yeah. reality. And I think that you kind of needed that emotional reality, so my solution would be to keep that and bring the other stuff to a more grounded place. Yep. Like yes. the it,
4: Ant-Man and his daughter Cassie stuff. Like, that was all really good, even yeah. though a lot of it was light-hearted and there were some jokes, especially yeah. from her side. And mm-hmm. I
1: think the score was a little, like, I think the score had something to do with that. Meaning, I think the score is like a little over, like the moments, a little too between, telling, a little bit between them, especially like right at the beginning of the mo- of the movie. I, I noticed like when they're having their moments, it was like a, it sounded like a, a, a an, oh gosh, what's the, a slide whistle? Porn. <laughs> it sounded very much like a porno. <laughs> no, it sounded like a uh, like an after school special. Mm. Like, oh
3: yeah.
1: Boy, I love you, Dad. oh, me too, honey. Yeah, it was just really heavy handed. Yeah, it was. It just felt very heavy-handed mm-hmm. to me, but um, but I liked those moments. She was so cute, the little yeah, girl. Yeah, she did she's a great, great job. Yeah. And they were, you know, really nice and fun together. And I don't know. I I liked the idea of the more comedic moments. I thought there were some really funny things there. But it was all. But if just you like, have Luis
4: and yeah. he's such was like a, a main part of like the cast yeah, you like have with the ultimate M. comedy relief. <laughs> yeah, you could just utilize that, and those moments were good. And then you add because woo stuff made me laugh. But then I was like, wow, this is going on still. Like you could have just ended it when it had that first bitch. Actually,
1: yeah, yeah, and I liked a lot of I actually liked a lot of Wu's stuff. But I, did I too, thought yeah. Louise was a, was a lot. Really? And I thought that yeah. Hey, when and you put really it down did. in the
3: jukebox, you gotta let the song play. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, like, I
1: well,
4: that was the big part of the first one that you yeah. see. Like that was like That's one really of the hits where like, joke. oh man, I fucking love that. That was fucking new, it's different. Joke? That,
2: yeah, yeah, where he, he just, just like of, just tells these super long, yeah, long And well, things like His stories. tempo. And I things.
1: didn't, I didn't just like that, and I think I was maybe the lone person in the theater because man, our, our, everybody in our theater was like doubled over with laughter, no matter what. Well, because that
3: was that was a, that's something that you would have picked up on in the first one is that it was a callback and a restructuring of this r- runner through Ant Man. When I go back is, to
1: Ant Man, is it going to annoy me? It
3: might, mm-hmm. If you don't like it now, then if it you don't like it now. It might what's well, it's well,
2: there? It's the only so so my joke has been this movie has like too, too many comic relief characters mm. because y- you have Luis, you have Wu and you have. and i I even consider Sonny more of a comic relief than anything because he's kind of like this incompetent
1: he's the he's the
3: antagonist, boss. um like the bad guy's comic relief.
1: yeah, so the guy kept eating his necklace.
2: Oh, his no, henchmen,
0: that yeah. was one of his henchmen. Wow. Sonny was Walter Goggins'
1: character. That. Why are you yeah. Beating yeah. I love Walter Goggins.
0: then you Goggins. also had like, you the, the, the Russian
2: hacker and his Baba Yaga jokes. Oh,
0: man, T.I. is such a terrible actor. T.I. Is,
4: is there. He's <laughs> just the worst actor. I remember, I remember watching Ant-Man 1. I was like, God, come on, T.I.,
5: take some classes, bro. I get <laughs> get into
4: the character. And he was doing the same shit this one. I was like, oh, fuck, there's just no hope for him.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like those are two characters that it's like, you guys should have just let them... On the, uh, the the writing floor, yeah. we need we didn't need them back. Yeah,
1: but I think like the Louise character, I think that that guy is so he has such a nice endearing quality, and I think he has like a good delivery. It was just like one step too far for me almost every time. Yeah. you know, That's so fair. I I really liked him a lot, and I kind of felt the same with Woo. I thought that like he had some really, but his smaller jokes, the deadpan ones, were the ones that played so much nicer. Yeah, you but know, I've,
3: like he, he yeah he you, he you got a good swing that.
2: Yeah. It's like, are we gonna get dinner? Yeah, like no, that. No, I mean, I mean, if you, if, like if you that exchange, I really liked.
1: Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought that was really funny. But the whole like,
3: I liked his opening one, where he's just like he, he when you're basically finding out who Jimmy Woo is, mm-hmm. and he's like,
1: you're, you're, you
3: go to school. They have rules there. Yeah. On the wall. You, your daddy and Captain America drew all over the wall. And it's some German airport. And that's why the Sokovia Accords line da 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 and it's just like you think he's going to be a warming presence explaining something to a child and you just realize no this is a a man speaking to a child about adult stuff. Right. Who and in a kid tone. And
1: she's so clearly like already wise beyond her years. There's like a really nice balance there with that joke, you know? I liked I like that a lot. I just didn't like when he suddenly kind of became like all oh, this but like bumbling idiot it's like no it's so much more fun to see this like really capable and control guy mm-hmm. have these funny moments that's mm-hmm. so much more fun
3: well we never I mean. got to see him like he could still be a very solid agent mm-hmm. but we never saw he just him kept in showing action. up
4: to places that they had already left or just come back to yeah. and it also so, yeah. felt, but we also felt had to me
1: d- more than the times that he did it. i asked frank i was like oh my god what do they go to his house like five times it's three it's the rule of three and we're counting and frank's like he only went three times i was like jesus if so it felt like so much so many more." Well, because they brought
2: back. it up a lot yeah and he also yeah. didn't he also go to pym when they, when they shrunk the, the lab, and there was, like, the army of FBI agents. Mm-hmm. I think uh, was he, he, also... he
0: no, that there was there because bad he guy. was at
2: the university. Right. Okay, that, that was... No, yeah. when, no when they, they never... arrested
4: him, he was at Scott Lang's house. Oh, that's right. But he oh, did show up at the university, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: His whole sh- thing he just kept raiding wherever mm-hmm. they were. But
5: you want to show me that if somebody's incompetent, then give them an underling that's a, really a mole for another dude. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, bot- then I feel like... I, then you suck at your job, dude, if you can't spot a mole.
2: They introduced... A, an entirely separate oh. mole in the FBI that never went anywhere. I forgot about for that. A minute. Yeah, he hands that. off
0: the lab and then never shows up again. And yeah. There's never any. I think Ghost kills that. him,
2: right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because Ghost Ghost punches the whole. She does the phase oh. in the chest mm-hmm.
4: uh, reverse flash thing. No, yes. Yeah. I guess someone did die. Never mind. Yeah. Because then was there was wrong.
2: that one line of like, "Man down over here." Agent, and we're, and and we're also thing missing thing. the house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think when it was letting itself be fun and playful, I liked it, but I think once it tried to actually be a movie, it didn't quite work. Yeah. I, one thing I will say, though, that I thought they did a good job with to make sure it felt different than the first one was they were pretty clever about how they incorporated the shrinking and growing. Like, I thought mm-hmm. the, I, I thought like the fight choreography was done pretty well. I thought the stuff yeah. with, uh, Scott getting stuck as a little kid was good. I loved I liked this I just like the broken regulator thing. Like you have this power all of a sudden becomes unreliable and he's shrinking and growing as he's trying to do the chase through the city. You're giving me this look, Frank, like you don't agree with me, but I don't care. I love you. I know, yeah, I love you anyway.
5: but I feel like that is a that's a first movie problem. They have it in the second movie? Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to get See, the upgrade and I, yeah, I mean, right.
0: but what would you do differently here though to make it not feel like the first movie? Like cause this does, at least didn't it was doing something different, at least.
5: Yeah, I'd just rather see that. There's so many because even Peyton Reed said there's a lot of cool stuff that they even didn't put in the movie, which means that they left a lot of left, left a lot on the table. That like, then get rid of the the regulator issue and let's put in some other stuff. I mean, he could turn into giant man now. We didn't have that in part one.
4: Mm-hmm. Fucking go full on. We saw a little bit of in Civil War. Really embrace that and like, hey man, you really have to go against these big giant. Like, yeah, you know, have like had yeah. like a fucking Godzilla fight in the town or something like that. Love That's that true. it was
1: set in San Francisco. I thought all oh, that yeah. stuff was really cool. It was cool Same. to see those scenes happening there in San Francisco. My Across home. the bay from
4: Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. You left your heart there.
1: I did. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm all cool. Bay outside. Area is
3: represented.
4: <laughs> West oh, Coast Avengers. Did.
1: It is. But yeah, that was like, so I thought that was really fun. I, I hadn't, I don't remember having seen. I think a movie like this set. Yeah, in, I think they also location. filmed
0: in San Francisco a lot more this time because MN One also set in San Francisco, mostly filmed in Georgia, and I think huh. this one partly was, but I think they did a lot more. Well, at least on the chase stuff. Yeah, like all the street stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yay, the mm-hmm. wharf.
0: I think it felt like they incorporated San Francisco into the story a little bit more this mm-hmm. time, which is kind of fun it to was see. Really
1: fun, and I like the idea of like the. I never thought about the repercussions of oh yeah, if you grow really giant, you can't breathe. He runs out of air.
5: Well, that's because he fell into the water.
3: And that's a problem you would have at any size. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought that it was like... If <laughs> no, you didn't.
1: get
5: really
4: big like that, you just tire out yeah, quickly. Like and your stamina drains. And that's what he said. But I slept for four days when I
0: the Yeah, I, yeah, the I guess that's what I wasp did mention meant. that he would run out of air. Because he she fell she in the did. water. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's why. I thought yeah. that it was more like what you just said. Is that like you, you, you almost like... You don't pressurize properly, is kind of what I was thinking. So I hadn't thought, like, oh, he ran out of air because he's in the water. I thought he was, because he started running out of air and stuff when he was still standing up before he fell over. I mean, I
0: guess if you think, so, I mean, if we assume that the, yeah, here we go. If we assume that the suit has some sort of, um, like, air source inside of it, Mm -hmm. right? If you were to shrink down, you would need less oxygen. Right. And so what you have would actually last you longer. Theoretically, like, even though it would all shrink down, I think-
3: which brings me back to a question I didn't ha- get to ask. Did Michelle Pfeiffer not have to eat in the quantum realm?
0: Or they could breathe in there? Because they took
3: yep. their helmets took her, off. <laughs> both, took both everyone took their helmets off. Yeah, <laughs> why, th-
1: why was she even wearing it? That's stupid. I think it was like a face mask. But what that's what
0: helped
2: her keep it tight. This quantum dust?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because what, I mean, I mean, what, <laughs> what, what would she have been fighting? Because we saw those big like slug monsters. Those <laughs> are real.
1: Those are real in real life. But they're before the quantum realm. Yeah, but they're well before that, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying.
0: Oh, so a fun fact. what I was getting at with yeah. the, the training like, thing is... They're
1: like ugly, big old gummy bears <laughs> in your body.
0: <laughs> I think We
4: should have spent half this movie in the quantum realm.
1: Yeah. I
0: i actually was kind of bored in the quantum realm. It was visually kind of interesting, but I don't think it was nearly as interesting as Doctor Strange. Yeah. In terms of visuals. And I think there was know. nothing in there.
5: Yeah, we needed to see something in there, like a civilization or something. Yeah. To go like,
0: oh, all right, this is
5: cool. But just a bunch well, of kind uh, of glow and stuff. And also,
3: like, so Michelle Pfeiffer just got... Just got this power that she didn't really know about. No one knew about it until it happened. Yeah, didn't she, go, didn't go crazy by herself for thirty years, mm-hmm. like well, nothing. The
2: line well, that she said, uh, I guess that Paul Rudd said through her. Or she said through Paul Rudd, um, which I'm definitely reading too much into. Uh, but she said, when you get to the quantum realm, be careful because it's really harsh on human minds. And I'm like, is she not is she human? Well, bad? she was saying she She's was a a forced scroll. to evolve. She's a scroll. She's a Scroll. Could be scroll. That'd or be a, crazy. A scroll. But or
4: I, just she the did the draw the line movie. where I, I changed. I had to evolve oh. in here, so I'm different, and now my
0: fingers E.T. Mm-hmm. Wait, hang on, uh, real quick. We should explain to Amanda what a scroll is. What's a scroll? Oh what? Phase
3: four. No, I think we should say nothing. We should say nothing, Frank, because aren't they featured in Captain Marvel? They are. Yeah. So I say we say nothing. You'll find all about
5: it in March 8th. 2019,
3: Amanda. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean. It's just like you, but you could, you don't know what it is. You can have it.
1: Is it more fun to learn what it is in the movie? And then I'll tell you this is what my understanding of it was. And then you guys know that wasn't right.
0: How we don't know what their version of the scrolls are going to be like. That's fair. And you, you
3: know. guys probably should have covered secret invasion by this point, Frank. So that's Refuse. on you. Yeah,
0: like, I mean, for example, like, <laughs> uh, like the Chitauri were nothing like the Chitauri in the comics, but also in but the also the Chitauri, Chitauri were the scroll, the scroll in the comics. <laughs> in the comic, yeah. What do, What do
5: you imagine the scroll to be just based off the name?
1: The scrolls? S K
5: R U L L.
1: S K U. S K R.
5: S K R. Scroll.
1: Scroll.
5: Like skull with an like R. Like scroll. Scroll. Oh. But scroll.
1: I mean, it sounds like a metal band. Oh, it's it's a good, guess. Right. A good guess. Great guess. Yeah, uh, they could
0: be a metal band if they wanted to.
1: I mean, yeah. it's probably like a tribe of people that can heal things with their hands.
5: Hmm. All right, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great guess. <laughs> Do you want me to keep <laughs> guessing? No, <laughs> let's. I I
3: I, resent, I resent mine. Let's not tell her. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they, a yeah, Frank.
5: Oh, they're uh, they can change. Sci- sci- the they're the alien race. Characters. They're an alien race. Alien shapeshifters. Mm-hmm.
1: alien shapeshifters. Alien yeah, shapeshifters. and so
5: they're they have a lifelong battle with the uh, the Kree. Okay. So there's been a, there's been an Avengers tale where it was the Kree Scroll War, the first big huge epic that Marvel did. Kree Skrull. Roy Thomas, so and Neil Adams. the
0: Kree were the blue aliens yes. from yeah, Guardians that of the Galaxy. That one I remember. Yeah, and yep. so they are going to be featured in Captain Marvel. That's why we're getting Ronan the Accuser back.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: In Captain Marvel, and yeah, so the in the comics the scrolls like do they. Do like invasions? Like, there's a whole story arc about them having replaced tons of heroes and villains, and it's revealed like, oh, they've been here this whole time. Oh, so mm-hmm.
1: that would make sense if she was a scroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, th- I, it would be very interesting to
0: see if they tried to do anything like a secret invasion. That was a, that was a title, right? Are secret they invasion? like
1: yeah. body snatchers? Like, do they take your? Yes. Do they kill you and they take don't, your body? No, they don't. Yeah, you. they
3: don't snatch you up and like. Harvest your DNA pods. and be, yeah. yeah, they just become you and then, yeah, they'll probably kill you because fuck you. Okay, like. so
1: they, but they, this, they, so they don't have to take your place and like inhibit your body, they just, they no. don't have to kill you. Isn't there, what am I thinking of where like, um, oh, Terminator 2, where he like <laughs> kills them York. and then takes their Terminator 2 lost their He in actually New York. just asked me at the log <laughs> line, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> where, where he, ki- he kills you and takes your form. Well, I think that's deform. just because he, he was a Terminator, so yeah. he
3: killed you and he became he evil, right. as opposed I'm to a contact. cause and effect. Listen,
1: <laughs> I'm not trying to argue why he did what he did. I'm just for the <laughs> sake of explaining the type of sci-fi that I'm discussing. Yes. Either, I feel like there's a couple different ones. If it's a body snatcher, then they take their form, and they take your body. And either you're captive in the shell, or you're dead, and they take your body. Like, for instance, Men in Black. It oh. was not Egger. He looked like Egger, but he wasn't Egger. That guy. The but it's not dog. like they're okay. wearing your flesh not, as a suit. Okay, so that's one version. Yes. They're wearing you as a suit, and you're probably dead.
3: I mean, I think yes. what we're going to find in that's breaking this down that's is. That's not this. That's not this. Shapeshifters always kill people because why do you want the original person running around? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, but so it's not don't they don't
3: physically because wear them. Because maybe they don't need they don't need them to using like using
1: polyjuice potion and you it's have to keep a poly juice piece of po- them so yeah. that you can keep replenishing your stash and you know all about that. It's in
3: a, it's a completely Guys, manifested me mental
1: shifting. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. different yeah. types of shape shifting. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's completely mental. They just okay. have mm-hmm. their genes can change and they become someone else without any need and for the uh, the person to be and there or aware. they replicate
0: powers, can't they? But isn't it if they replicate powers then they can't shapeshift?
5: The only one that has replicated powers was the Super Skrull. Yeah.
0: What?
3: He's a fantastic four villain. You will not have to worry about him. Yeah. Ever.
0: What? <laughs> well,
4: uh, never say
5: never. When that again. Disney Fox merger comes, thank you. Now we're going to get the Super Skrull.
1: Speaking scroll. of the Disney Fox merger, what was, what kind of a shapeshifter was um,
0: oh, Mystique?
1: Yes, Mystique. Thank you. She's a mutant.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, she, she just, just impersonates. Immune. So she's which well, yeah. I well, so I guess, I guess that's they, more like what a scroll. Yeah, mm-hmm. scroll is no. more right. like an impersonator.
3: Yeah, okay. thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that yeah, basically they're a whole mm-hmm. race of mystique.
1: That's cool. Mm-hmm. The scrolls are a lot, like but Mushroom they're
3: green. Manhunter. They're green and they have Thanos chins? Than, yeah, Danos yeah. chin. Yeah. That's yeah. Ball yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and so it's been rumored that they're going to be I mean, the main villains for Phase Four. So there's been a lot of speculation of being like oh. What if they've already infiltrated the the Avengers? Which, who that's
1: pretty
0: it cool. Be it's that's cool, a cool idea. But I don't know if they could really pull that off because they've killed half the people. Yeah. At this point, it's like cause it's, it's, a, hat it's on a, a hat. It's a dick. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly it. So what Thank if you.
1: then half of them are gone and then you think that some of them are back but they're scrolls?
5: No, I feel like it's a cool yeah. idea, but easier to do in the comic book when you don't have to worry about actors' contracts, <laughs> because now like when you have like a lot of them leaving, possibly that it's like. Well, we're never going to get them back to really pay off a reveal like, oh my gosh, Black Widow was really a scroll the whole time, and now we finally get to meet the real Black Widow. We can't do that because if she, if Scroll trans says, eh, you know, I did my 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 set of movies, I'm I'm good. She, she's too busy off playing trans characters too. Uh, That's true. To do that, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. <laughs> topical discussions.
1: <laughs> but I, I crap guys, now I got to post this one on time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but
5: I was hoping that with because they kept on talking about how time moves differently in the quantum realm that. For Janet, it may have been just weeks, but it had been thirty years for <laughs> Which everybody. Aged, else. <laughs> <laughs> Which, but, yeah, but when they <laughs> aged her, then it kind of takes that out. So I was like, oh, "All right, you know." I mean, when you cast Michelle Pfeiffer, you feel like, "All right, it's definitely well, time has passed."
3: And it definitely seemed like this is the seed for time travel. For uh, and also yeah. with knowing, like jumping into the end credits, knowing that Scott's locked in the quantum realm, and the onset uh, set sh- photos that they've shown have the Avengers and the Avengers 1 outfits with Ant-Man weirdly there. So it seems he might be the trigger for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. This is
4: why they should have explained it further with uh, Janet Van Dyne's character.
2: Yeah.
0: Actually, yeah, how, how did we feel about the two post-credit scenes?
5: The end one, I th- I was like, what a waste of time. Yeah, People, people were, were fucking pissed, pissed time as in the theater. The
4: last, last, last one? The last one. Last With the ant? The, the, yeah, the ant yeah. playing drums.
5: I was just like, eh. But people were
4: like, oh, ha ha, Marvel, you got me. People were
0: freaking out in the theater about that.
2: That
4: it is
0: was, so it was, funny. It was pointless. Because like, yeah. you know, usually it's the mid-credit is setting up the next film, whatever's happening next in the universe. And the final one is just something fun. But usually it's at least something interesting and fun Yeah, like Guardians it's Howard the Duck you're like oh what that's so bizarre that's so random usually it's something that no one else would get Yeah, it's just like oh that's a cool Here, little easter egg here's the credit that I
2: really wanted and I think I brought it up to you after the movie I wanted to see the pitch meeting that Louise had to give to the security to the, oh, the contractor yeah. he's trying to get pretty but he and had then he, like, he gives the whole speech and then the camera turns and he looks up and the guy also, like the guy he's pitching to, also <laughs> turned to dust. And he's like, oh. Mister So and So, and like then that's where, like that was like that would have been so much more fun. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. So we
3: do have people on the board still. We have Scott's whole family, mm-hmm. um, and Luis and the gang. Yes. Yeah. Um, obviously, Ti has been taken. No, <laughs> we don't, he's gonna be the hope. savior. <laughs> Uh, I loved that scene the ant one the ant one like what? yeah the the stinger of the ant drumming. it was just honestly it, like it was a zombie apocalypse. that was the closest Marvel's ever gotten to like 28 days later or walking dead or anything like that with just silence and just the emergency broadcast tone just playing in the background like that that scene is marvel in, in a nutshell I Dark it was depressing not stuff the and, and the earth yeah.
1: I thought it was funny. I mean, I thought it fit the movie.
3: But I love, I like, it's just like, oh, like, yeah, guys, hey, it's, this was a fun movie, but shit got real two months ago, and it is still real. Like, that was, like, more so than watching everyone die and, like, uh, Mr. Stark, and seeing Sam Jackson and Maria Hill in the thick of it, that was what I wanted to feel, and the tone that I struck was just hopelessness. Mm -hmm. It was the throwaway thing, and I can see how... Bro, douches would be. P- <laughs> Come on, I loved it. It was just, it was just all about setting the emotional tone. Just like rem- the world's fucked. And the you universe had a is fucked.
4: One before that too. So like, you know, like what, what were you we gonna do to talk?
0: I, because I agree with you. I like the beginning of it when they're showing that hint of what this world's gonna look like when we jump into Avengers Four and everyone's gone. That was interesting. I just thought that you got they got this feeling like, oh, we need to end on like some sort of jokes. I guess we'll just do the ant.
3: Like yeah. The also, they pulled in amazing Spider Man Two and showed literally the last image in the trailer. That's
0: true. Actually, they did. Yeah. Sneaky fuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh,
1: I mean, how I, I liked that he is in the quantum. What's it? Quantum realm. realm. The quantum. Is he in yeah. the quantum realm? He's yeah. stuck in the quantum realm. I like yeah. that he's in there and that they disappeared like while they were putting him in. I mean, how's he? Got
0: well, yeah, exactly. I think that, that will be cool. interesting to see in Infinity War is what happens when Scott is taken away from anyone who knows anything.
1: That's that to me is like very. Um, that was so dark mm-hmm. for yeah. me, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, the girls in front
2: of us were like losing their mind. Oh my god, I know again. A little <laughs> fucking again. Yeah, a little too much of like, they were screaming like. I forgot that everyone was dead, and I'm like, how "My do you baby, <laughs> yeah,
1: ma'am,
3: that's not your, that's not your baby."
1: <laughs> but I like uh, that uh, I li- everybody in our theater was like, "Oh no," <laughs> which I liked. I, <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah.
2: I do have a, a quick question on how pimp particles work for the for the table. Hmm. Um, so can you? So they they kind of make it a big deal that you can't shrink an already shrunk thing, but. What? Well, because isn't that how he gets to the quantum realm the first time? Is he shrinks again while being shrunk?
0: I don't think it's a matter of like shrinking once. I think it's you shrink too far. He just keeps shrinking. Okay. Just keeps shrinking. I don't yeah. think like if you it double, it's like a sliding shrink, scale, not lost. like a. It's yeah, it's yeah, okay, not like a stop.
2: Okay, so so, it, it, It's not a pulse. Yeah, yeah yeah uh so in the they're in the car, carrying the the mini office building, and then the car shrinks, and I I just kept wondering like what was happening to the the case. To the, to the building when it was you double got shrunk. That much smaller. Yeah, I guess it's fine. I I, I, don't I mean, it know makes. It, I think that would have been like, I mean, it would have probably made it a lot more complicated. It's like, oh, we can't shrink the car because we have the building in here. If we shrink the building again, it's gonna mess up stuff. Um, but I was just wondering, like, if that was, I, I assume it's okay because it happened. Yeah, because I mean, it's like, fine still.
5: Yeah, I mean, and you, I don't think the idea of quantity, because I think it's all relative. So mm-hmm. no matter what scale it's at, it's just gonna. Be in the relative space that it's in, it'll shrink according to the that area that it's confined yeah. in. Yeah, so
0: mm-hmm. the, yeah, I think the the problem, the the danger from the first movie was the endless shrinking. Yes. That if your irregular is broken, you'll just keep shrinking smaller and smaller and smaller. And there's no stop to it. Got it. Although I guess the stopping point is the quantum realm. I guess it's as small as you can go. Mm-hmm. True. what it certainly seems like.
3: But you can't get back from it. Yes. But if without now
0: Without the power of love. Yeah. It's <laughs> the power of love. Hello, I mean. Did it, I,
5: but uh, Scott Lang got back from it in the first film, though, because of the Power Club. Yeah, he, well, he had that he, he,
3: expansion. He had the he yeah. had the giant man pack. The disc, that was how he, yeah. yeah he had the giant man disc, and that, he's just like, well, I'm gonna try this, and that's apparently what Janet Pym didn't have.
5: Well then, I hope Scott has a backup with him. Mm-hmm.
1: I, well, wouldn't that just solve everything? It's <laughs> like, oh, he's like, well, oh, good thing I brought this. But because I,
3: mean, I feel like he
5: needs. He needs a way to get back to then hook up with the Avengers to then like, hey guys, I do have access to a sort of time machine.
1: And they're like, "Go away, immortal!" And he's <laughs> like, Aw.
0: "Yeah." What? What? I mean, what I assume is going to happen is the only way he has to get out is he comes across a time vortex, and he's like, "Well, I'm stuck here, so I guess I'm just going to go through this." Maybe accidentally goes through this. Prediction.
3: Sorry, <laughs> I was going. Oh, good. Barry Allen in Crisis on Infinite Earths without dying.
2: Mm. He's going to show up.
3: He's going to pop up. And just like, uh, like fading, like like a like a uh, weird messenger of harbinger of doom.
0: uh, Tony Stark, he's gonna be having a dream. Yeah, Yeah, Tony Stark gonna be having a dream, and he'll wake up for be like, wait, was that a dream or not? And then. Scott Lang will show up. No,
3: but then Paul. Then She's just, the key. <laughs> no, but then he's like, "What oh, was that a dream?" And then it just, just cuts, and there's Scott Lang. Just no, 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 no it wasn't a dream. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm still here. I'm
5: still here. We had a dream. Yet, I was Scott. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I feel like with Scott Lang's got to come back to the present day first before he goes back in time because he has no context for any. Because he knows that something's happened to Hank, Janet, and Hope, but yeah. he doesn't realize that it's half the wa- universe that has been.
3: He doesn't even know what happened to them.
4: Yeah, or so, he comes out in the future. And sees Cassie leading a new team of heroes, and the world's all fucked up. And he's like, "Whoa, what happened here?" She's like, "You left the us. He left That's us." That's true too. He left us. Isn't, it, isn't there the,
2: the young
3: Avengers? Yeah. Right? No. Well, there's the there's the young Avengers, but then there's also like the the legacy ones that they've built up that like Bendis brought in in his like first arc with like and the Avengers, like yes. the young the, the the animated one. Yeah, that'd be cool because they're like from like a Hell'scape universe, right?
5: Although I feel like that's ed- introducing so many more characters. And there's already so much we got to do in yeah, a second film to throw in all that. I feel like for economy yeah, of storytelling, you want to make it as a quick line to yeah. Scott Lang gets together with the Avengers and then realizes he's got to go back in time to stop all this.
0: Going back, back in time. In time. <laughs> Nailed it. Nice. Thanks. Good job. Um,
3: I was just looking up. We have one more movie of summer.
2: Yes, Teen Titans. Teen Titans, Teen Titans go. go to the movie. Yeah. yeah. Looks fun.
3: Deadpool.
2: I'm excited
3: for it. <laughs> what um? Does this rank above Solo?
4: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I did enjoy it better than I enjoyed Solo.
3: But is that the only one from this from 2018 that it rises above?
1: We've had some good movies in 2018, so maybe.
0: Oh, hang on. We can.
3: Yeah. Is this next to bottom?
1: Ah. We had. I think, only, I, I think it's only because it's been. It's only because we've a had such, such, <laughs> such good things. Like, <laughs> if this year hadn't been so good, I don't yeah, know that, that that would be the case. It's been a really good year. It's been a good year.
0: I'm, uh, I'm heading to our Instagram
2: here to do the fastest list to remind me of all the things we've
1: watched. Uh, we had
2: Black Panther,
0: number one. Shut up, Cameron.
2: Deadpool two,
1: Avengers, In- Infinity War. War.
2: Solo, uh, Incredibles 2. Okay, Uh. so in reverse, Incredibles 2,
0: Solo, Deadpool 2. I'm just talking over your camera.
2: Infinity War,
0: Black Panther. And that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars, the last one there. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, this is Deb. Yeah, it's. it's We're not going to do Meg.
2: But we're not going to
0: it. No. Chris, Can we? No. Can I yes. am so excited for that movie. What do you mean
5: you're, <laughs> for somebody impressed. who lives Fast and Furious all of a sudden Meg? No, Some, no, no, That's where I draw the line. Somehow <laughs> Cameron and I have switched 3D. places on this one. Yeah.
0: I am so excited for that movie. Yeah, I am down because it looks so gloriously terrible. All right, Chris Lord, it'll just be you and I. We'll Perfect. Just talk about that all right, movie. we'll talk about how much we yes. love it. Yes. Which one is it? <laughs> how that? much we hate Cameron. That's a uh, giant
5: shark with Jason, Jason
3: Statham. Statham.
1: Oh no! You and I are seeing that together. <gasps> That's right. <gasps> All right, we're doing no, we it. You can come along. Yeah, yeah please. You
0: Thank it. you. I'm All so great. excited. For that. I love that trailer. Throwing some right. Beyond the Sea. It I, it looks I so Cam,
3: funny. we got to figure out a movie we're going to yeah, see yeah. so we could.
2: <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we so, we so I see just alert, There instead. was a a spinoff of Sharknado called Lavalanchulas.
3: No, I know what you're talking about. It's not. It's. It's not like a spin off. It's like a weird shared universe thing that they tried. Because, <laughs> like, Steve Gutenberg or something like. Goots. It's Steve Gutenberg's in it, but the like crossover, I think it's like Ian Zeering or something like that. I, I have seen it. any of yeah. the movies. No, I've had it explained to me. I've okay. listened to all the Sharknado, the well, uh, How Did This Get Made? It's but like, it's like the same he's not writer pla- writer yeah writer who
1: writes a lot of them. And it's the same editing house. Yeah. For the people who don't most get most the, yeah. the
2: wordplay on it, they're tarantulas that spit lava. Thank you for explaining it.
3: We, um, Teen Titans go to the Movie is like two weeks away. From, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's our
2: post Comic Con movie. Yeah. How about Mamma Mia? Here we go again.
0: Yeah. Yes. No. I'm also down. very excited for one hundred percent down. For yeah, that. Cannot I cannot wait. To,
5: I'm, I'm so obsessed with that movie. Just uh, for the the amount of Meryl Streep, how much
0: is she actually in this movie? Well, yeah, because she's been absent okay. from everything until the new posters, and they just like randomly throw on there. Like, wait, isn't this bitch dead? This I don't know. I mean, that's what I need to know. She looks to, she just just wait, did island. she
3: die? No.
2: I just she left the island. I'm, that's the way it's
3: it set
0: looks,
2: up. It looks. It looks like Andy Garcia like died. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It looks so laughs> the bad. child is actually a polar bear.
3: No, <laughs> here's here's a test because it only this is only for listeners and basically us in LA. Look at all the Mamma Mia billboards and posters. There is not one that is the exact same as the other. Like There's one where it's just like, now um, Andy Garcia's on this side, and uh, Dominic Cooper's behind him, but now Dominic yeah. Cooper's <laughs> on the side, and Cher's in this, but she's not in this one. And now they just basically just had everyone pose like against a white background, do a couple fun poses, and they've just been Photoshopping it. There is not one, uh, there are not two uh, Mamma Mia posters that are alike, like snowflakes.
5: That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> They're testing it out, see which one really resonates most. Yeah, All of
0: them. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> every,
5: every single one because I feel I want to think that she's dead just the way that they act in that trailer but then it feels weird it'd be so funny if it weren't the case well that's true because Pierce Brosnan is like happy and it's like no that was like the the love of your life so why are you happy she's just out getting groceries I don't know
3: also side thing because I just uh, we'll wrap it up with this do we know who the dad is
0: no no we never learned. never no, never know but just that just
3: that Meryl Streep loves Pierce Brosnan Yes. yes. That's yeah. what we know. Yes. But she fucked everyone to the point that she doesn't know who the father is. Yes. Correct. Yes. And Got it. Colin Thank Firth you. is gay. All right.
0: And Stellan Skarsgård is with Molly so Weasley. Yes.
3: That explains her overalls. And that's how Colin Firth is like, oh, it's those overalls. That's what gets me going. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: right. What? Now I don't need to
3: In see it. In the first it. movie, she's
2: wearing. She has overalls
3: on. That's like her whole outfit is like her overalls. That's you like her, on the island. She's known for it. Sister I think that's Hood. what got Trave- called first. You are Sister absolutely right. I'm only overalls.
0: attracted to overalls. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's absolutely it true. It does not matter the gender inside them. It is just <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. As long as they're wearing overalls.
0: I mean,
3: overalls are a. Genderless, yeah. Like you're, literally, you know, you're, you're robbed of your gender when you put on a pair you're of overalls. Over,
1: you're uh, <laughs> you're oversexual. I I am oversexual. Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely true. Yeah, I want to get you, under those overalls. You're not. There you're you you're an oversexual. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mama Mia, Teen Titans, go to the movies.
3: That's a solid Meg double feature. Meg,
2: yeah, <laughs> and then.
1: Half of us will go see Meg, and I'll be on that side. And yes. the other half can go see Mama Mia, too. But I want to see both. <laughs> well, <isn't>, uh, <laughs> Well, you got to choose. the no! Tarantino movie that's no, not Tarantino tries.
2: that's coming out? I think that's the same day as Meg, is right? Is it the Hollywood one? Wait, yeah. the Battle of El Royale?
0: Yeah. Oh, no, some, no. Something. No, uh, something, no,
1: something. Bad Times at the
0: El
1: Royale. Is
2: that the summer, though?
0: I think like uh, it's later I on in
2: the year. I think that. it's August. It's either August or October.
1: I want to see that one, I feel and like I think it's w- October. And I want to see, see the one with Nick Offerman. That's like a limit. Oh, I want to a heartbeat. Heartbeat's heartbeat, loud. Heartbeat's yeah, loud. Yeah, Lo- really I yeah. want to see that one. And then there's also one guy's a documentary coming out that it's uh, called Three. It's like th- oh, three
0: identical strangers. Three identical mm-hmm. strangers. Yes, oh. I've heard really good things about that too. So. so good. Good
1: summer for docs. Listen, yeah. if anybody wants to see any of these movies, you call
3: me. You can follow us uh, at <laughs> Podcast Two <laughs> <do> Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know your movie choice, and you could win. A chance to come to the movies with us.
1: Oh, yeah. That should be a
3: contest. So, if you want to see Meg, <laughs> you can enter and enter and see it with the, these three.
0: Yeah, respond hashtag Meg. Hashtag well, so
3: basically, so it's win a date with Tim Talk uh, and then depending on who, you, which movie you win, that's true. You get another podcast as like a double date. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's great. So it's like win a win a date with Chris Lord and go see Meg with Chris Lord and novice and Frank or movie TBD. Yeah. And win a date with Cameron, and then go on a double date with me and Chris and no, Cameron. No, the movie's been
0: determined. It's Mamma Mia, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what about Meg?
3: That's us your st- guys's. That's yeah, it's
0: yeah. you three, three and yeah. then us three.
3: And so uh, we're Mamma Mia.
5: October twelfth for uh, Bad Times at okay. Elroy. El Wait,
0: what do they have to October do to win 12th. the contest?
3: That's three. for you guys to figure out. Yeah, that's yeah, a Tim Talk thing that I've given to you for free. Oh <laughs> fuck!
1: <my words>. Uh, <laughs> they have to follow, uh, subscribe to the podcast, and um, follow you guys, and then tweet hashtag uh, win a date.
2: They have to draw Chris as a Pokemon, whichever one he, he uh, most embodies. The most. I yes. think he's a charm. Uh, and they have Sarge. to draw yeah. me uh, as a James they, Bond character. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going <laughs> as. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, like a Digimon. As, like as a <laughs> which as a, as a James Bond henchman, of whichever one they think I connect to the most. Okay, Actually, um, that, that does
0: kind of work. She has a really fantastic artist that listen to us. Uh, so okay. so now yeah. it's
3: becoming, it's a good thing you guys hosted this episode because <laughs> now it's just becoming your podcast. <laughs>
1: Thanks, guys. I think you kind of like a Squirtle. A little bit like a Squirtle. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a Squirtle. Is, no, oh. you're more like a Charizard. I oh, know. Oh. No,
2: Chris is a Vulpix for sure. Hmm. Total Scarsguard. What's the? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a Scarsguard. Which one? <laughs> Answer the all. Westworld. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the end of the podcast. We kind of stopped talking about stuff for a while. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, you're leading this.
5: Be definitive,
2: Cameron. This was a great podcast. I'm so happy everyone is here. It was an amazing <laughs> time. Probably better than watching the movie. Uh, we are Tim Talk. Uh, You can find, oh Jesus, I'm so bad at this. You can can find find us at
0: TimTalkPod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also Mm -hmm. find us at gmail at timtalkpod, or timtalkpod at gmail.com. I also want to do an extra plug, because I did just start a new podcast called Gay It Forward, where my friend Jonathan teaches me how to be a better gay, because I'm a terrible one. Hashtag worst gay. Yes. And so our first episode was uh, Death Becomes Her and it was really fun.
1: But you have you have you have seen Mamma Mia? So I you're have good seen Mamma Mia, but I hated the you, first but one. But you have not you seen hated it. but I you it haven't Mama seen yeah. Grease 2. I've not seen Grease 2. Got to add that. That's okay. a big one.
0: Amanda, do you want to come on be our guest for Grease 2? <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, a thousand times yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I'm
0: so excited. <laughs>
5: But I felt like, Mamma Mia, like I laughed not <laughs> intentionally. Like so much of that movie. That movie was, it was so bad but it was great. I you mean, I love good. music of Emma. I
3: mean, do we need That's to plug terrible. Frank's uh, Instagram anymore? Yes. <laughs> you
1: can find Frank. No, we need
3: it clean. We need it clean audio. But
1: please. You can find Frank at HappyGoJackie on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find myself at ComicBookNovice on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, you can email us both at the novice and frank at com. Tell us what we should be reading, watching, listening to, saying.
5: Beautiful. Hmm. Just to see the scene where Meryl Streep runs, it's shot <laughs> oh, um,
1: so
4: bizarrely oh, like up
5: the yes!
4: up, up to the church.
1: Yes. <laughs> so you can crazy. unfollow Frank <laughs> and Happy Go
4: Jackie. Frank on <laughs> island overalls. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's how bad the director was. I they couldn't a, even get a, a good performance worlds. out of Meryl Streep. So. Oversexual. <laughs> All right, and on that note, you can find us on uh, Twitter at po uh, po two w underscore flash.
3: It wasn't until you said, it, "I'm like, oh God," we're basically. Prisoner of War. Is <laughs> right? <Sorry>. oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been getting a too. lot of
4: weird messages from the fans out there telling me you've had a really you hard guys have time. It's <laughs> been
3: really helpful during these dark times. Just feel alone. Yeah,
4: yeah. No, season four wasn't that
3: good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. And now we have Preacher, season three. Just everyone's digging their own graves. Um, you can follow me at Trevor Copter um, and you can email us podcast2worlds at gmail.com. Um, and Chris will respond. Chris Ramirez will respond to anything marked #mamma mia. Here we go again.
0: Yes. <laughs>
3: um, the worst subtitle of a movie. Like how it did fucking you.
0: disagree. The best greatest subtitle. The best of the subtitle movie. That is movie what
3: the subtitle of every sequel is. But, <laughs> but here it we go so again. Not, That's what Ant-Man so and the Wasp. Here we go again. But
2: it's <laughs> the, it's the song. song. It's
0: the lyrics in
2: the song. I
0: yeah. know it's
3: a d- reference. It's the yeah. most genius
2: <laughs> sequel name ever. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you again uh, at Teen Titans. Go care of the movies. Bye.